First of all, I have been away from the shrine for almost two weeks. I um, I have to do my work. My part of my work is to visit the Marian houses and parishes, schools, whenever we do so. And I had the privilege of visiting the places in the Midwest, Chicago area, Milwaukee area. And so um, I have to say, first of all, is that I was very, very pleased to see that people are going back to church, participating, especially from Ash Wednesday. It was extraordinarily well attended. People, many people were going back to confession. I see that the uh, that this whole um, it's obviously the 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 coronavirus not done yet completely, but looks like people are going back to both their normal activities, but also to church. So it's really really great, and I I was so pleased to see, and I also had a chance to even hear confessions of the first. Uh, children who will be going to First Communion, and there's a lot of them there in the parish. It was just such a beautiful thing to see these young, you know, seven-year-olds or, you know, uh, who are going to First Confession, and and they were well prepared. I, it was just such a such joy, joy to be there. The Lord is speaking to us today on this Friday of the first week of Lent, in a kind of powerful way. First of all, from the reading from Ezekiel. Um, so thus says the Lord, if, if the wicked man turns away from all the sins he has committed, if he keeps all my statutes and does what is right and just, he shall surely live, he shall not die. What are the things that Ezekiel speaks of? What are the iniquities? If you were to read this chapter 18 early on, it has several ways of describing what is wickedness and and what the Lord wishes to forgive. Let us go, I mean, let, let go of what we've done. So what are the evils which the, from the book of Ezekiel we see, what are the evil things that evil people do? First of all, if he is not eaten on the mountains, which means he did not partake of rituals, rituals, idol worship rituals, any form of rituals which are not of God. Uh, if he's, he has not lifted his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, meaning that you accept and worship idols which are not God. So this is the first, if you remember the first commandment, you know that God is the only one that we shall not have any idol, idol, uh, idols before us. But then it continues and it says, to defile his neighbor's wife. He has not oppressed anyone, especially the poor. There's a reference to that. Has not, has restored the, um, has not restored the, the debtor, his pledge, because people pledge things, you know, if they wanna, if they wanna loan money or something. And, and they will give things. And of course, the person who has not returned the pledge robbed by violence or killed to rob and by violence. Uh, and then it continues other, other things which are part of that. Uh, and, and there's also the, 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 the positive things which he has not done. 
And one of the positive things that he has given, he has not given bread to the hungry. He has not covered the naked with clothing. He has not exacted usury, which means the if somebody uh, you know requires a high uh, interest rates, those are usury. As a matter of fact, for the people of God, just like for Catholics, for many, many, many centuries, usury was uh, considered to be a sin, that you do not charge interest to your own people. And, and within the Catholic Church for over 1,500 years, usury was considered to be sin. So, so that was that. And then again, what are the other things which evil people do, do not execute um, or, or, or just judgments, which means you, 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 uh, you try to hurt people and, and not to follow the, the statutes of God, not the commandments of God. Okay, so, so the, we're talking about some serious sin here, you know, with violence, killing, uh, you know, defiling neighbor's wife, things like that oppressing. These are serious things. And the Lord says that if the wicked man turns away from all the sins he has committed, and these are the list of sins which were given, and if he, and if he turns from sin and keeps my commandments, he shall live. I will forgive them. God, who is merciful, even serious sins, violence, killing, murders, and adulteries, and everything else, that God is promising that he will that, that forgive us Okay, but there's the second aspect. What happens if there's a just man who has been following God's ways? And what happens if he has turned away from virtuous men, from the path of virtue and to do evil and does the same kind of abomin abominations, abom abominable things the wicked man does? Can he still live? And then the Lord says to us, none of, none of his virtuous deeds which he has done before will be remembered because he has broken a relationship with God. It's not the things where you weigh good and bad, like the scale of, you know, scale of good that you've done in your life or scale of bad that you've done in your life. This has to do with relationship. So somebody who is good and all of a sudden turns into this evil path, the good that he has done is no longer remembered because the reason is that it's a relationship. If you have a broken relationship with God, relationship of trust, reliance on him, but also in a sense of relationship with one another. And so, so then the people say, well, that's unfair. The Lord's way is not fair. How now, here now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are not your ways unfair? It is because of the iniquity he has committed, he must die. But once again, it repeats uh, Ezekiel, the word of God comes to us, but if the wicked, again, if he has turned from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, then everything will be forgiven him. Everything that he has committed, everything will be forgiven. Uh, this is something that we as people sometimes forget that, that uh, you know, what the Lord is and desires is that he wants us to be in heaven. He wants us not only to live here on this earth in a proper way, but because it has repercussions for heaven, into heaven. And so that's, that's, the, that's the reality. Because if it was only for, for this earth here, 
And we could say, well, you know, you know, whatever happens, we may not be in relationship, good relationship with others, or even with the Lord. But that it ends anyhow. But it's not. This is for all eternity. And this is why the Lord is asking us to 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 get back again, especially during this time of Lent, to look up upon our lives and review it from the perspective of God's not only uh, his his commands but also this code of holiness, how we are to be holy, how we have to help one another along the way, you know, during the deeds of, 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 of mercy. The gospel today reaffirms this, but it goes through the Ten Commandments, and, and it, it speaks of especially underscoring, you know, the, the commandment, uh, the fifth commandment, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. And so the Lord here says, says it's not just a physical killing, but anyone even through anger killing someone because people sometimes they do the hate, whatever it may be, that really hurts profoundly and deeply another person. And that's one way of killing them or today's culture, which is canceling people. You know, the uh, how many people are are speaking to me you know how painful it is to have family members, relatives, because you say something not right, and they cancel you, drop you, uh, or or the people who who use this type of means to go after each other with, you know, in such a brutality with words. I mean, this is something that in the gospel today speaks of that. You can't say rakai, you fool, you're crazy, you're insane, you're this, you're that, how evil you are, and then and you know and 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 this, this type of a you know, forum because you don't look into people's eyes. You can write things, and you know, and you know, to spew out that, that frustration, perhaps, or anger, whatever it may be. But it hurts, it wounds, and this is why the gospel today is so powerful. The Lord says, "No, you will be liable to judgment, because you have wounded people who have hurt." And so, this is the invitation for us to be careful. You know that you know sometimes the reaction. You know, uh, my reaction and I say quick, quickly things which sometimes, you know, I may regret, deeply regret, or write something and shoot and, you know, send out through email or, or, or put co comments in whatever comments we have. You know, it's like it's better to, to cool down and, you know, or, or write things and don't send it until next day or two days from there. Because, that, because we have to look at the repercussions of what we do. And once again, the Lord is reminding us that that's the case. And, and even more so, letting go and forgiving people. If there's anything you bring to the altar, you come to worship. And, and then if you recall that your brother has some, something, anything against you, leave your gift at the altar. Go in first and re be reconciled with your brother. And then come and offer your gift come and offer the gift of worship, of an honor. And because otherwise, you know, the Lord says there'll be consequences to that as well. You know, St. Saint, Saint James speaks of, of, you know, of, and St. Peter as well, of, of not being, being reconciled even before we go to bed. You know, that, 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 that the evil one will not have an effect on our hearts and, and, and create these types of, of um, you know, uh, whatever it may be resentment so deep that we can't let go to quickly reconcile don't keep keep you know postponing i know that i i, I know that sometimes you know in marriages you have these you know silent days for a day or two or three or four or sometimes longer 
you know, we can't do that because what happens is the evil one has a chance to work on us. And so that's why the letting go, forgiving, just as Christ has forgiven us, just as the Lord continues to forgive. And even terrible things, as Ezekiel says, people do, and God will forgive. Because when we turn away, it's to restore the relationship that's so important. Maybe then today, which we live in a very difficult world, as we know, you know, whether it's economic situation, but above all, the situation in, in Ukraine, and, you know, and also the other parts, which, you know, still we have battles in Syria, we have, we have bloodsheds in other parts of the world, which we don't hear today. But, but there is the, the, you know, the, the type of evil, you know, no matter how someone explains it, tries to rationalize, you know, the good they intend to do, on the political level, on, on a world, you know, of, of economy, choosing evil means to attain good never works. It perverts, always perverts the good that one intends. So it doesn't matter what, what, you know, Putin would wish to do. It doesn't matter the evil that he has unleashed because of evil means. He cannot use evil means to attain good. That's the basic principle of our Christian Catholic life. He can't choose, and that's on every level. On every level, you know, what does it matter in our relationships, in our, you know, relationship to 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 others or or to, you know, to the institutions in which we are? We can't choose evil because the minute we choose evil means, that's the end of the good, no matter what good we desire and intend, because that good is no longer there. It becomes perverted by the evil means that we, we do so. And we then today, as we continue with the sacred liturgy. Let us ask the Lord to purify us, help us to become more and more just and righteous, because he said, the Lord says that the righteousness has to surpass the righteousness of the of the Pharisees because of of a, a broken relationship treating each other with that 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 lack of of tenderness, lack of care. May the Lord then through the Eucharist as we celebrate through the powerful gift of his son present in the Eucharist that may help us, restore us, heal us from the wounds of our own, uh, wounds of past problems, difficulties, hate, whatever it may be, that may heal us, restore our relationship with God and with one another. And so in this way, we will prepare ourselves not only for Easter, but also, and above all, for eternal life. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org.
for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.